you know, Dave, uh, since Jeppy Condyle tipped us before the show began, we should oh. probably give him a shout out before the show begins. Okay. That's right. Five dollar tip from Jeppy Condyle. I'm swiping my hands and all sorts of stuff that they can't see. Um, what's going on? Here? They know what it looks like. They know what it looks like. Yeah, Brian, tip before. Since AJ's not here today, I gotta tell. I gotta talk my shit. <laughs> okay. I had a dream. You, you know, you wake up in the middle of a dream and you remember it. Um, sure. Just because you were mid dream, otherwise you wouldn't. Um, it was about. So I was watching a movie that was a musical already. about video games, oh. where the characters in the musical were like Nathan Drake and like people, but they were like singing songs about the video games they were in. And I woke up and I thought to myself, that is so stupid. I can't believe no one's done it yet. <laughs> That is such a terrible idea. I can't believe some studio exec didn't fucking make it yet. Yeah, I um, love it. And we, it might happen at some point, though. I, Anyways, I, you want to get this? You want to get the show started? Yeah, let's let's uh, let's, let's start the it. show. This is PSVR Games Cast Live. We film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. If you want to watch it live, well, you found us. You're in the right place. Hey, pop quiz, hotshot. Which of those days is it today? Do you know? I do. I do. Monday. And I only know okay. because well, yesterday yes. I was working on PSVR this week all day. And that's the, it's, without parole, the only reason I know my days of the week, David. Uh, my name is Brian Powell from the channel right here, PSVR Without Parole. And of course, the guy to my right, Dave from Dave Station, the BR. Good one. That was that had some soul to it, a little bit of melody. I liked it. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I got my coffee, dude. I got it's this thing from I got a jug from Amazon, right? So I, I make coffee and I just throw it right into the jug and I throw it. And in you the just drink straight out of the jug. Oh no 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 no! That'd be messy. Oh, <laughs> sure. yeah. I'm not I'm not skilled enough. I'm not suave enough. Okay. I just drip everywhere. Um, but you, you could know, have like, a long curly straw, one of those crazy straws, and just keep it. Well, the worst thing about iced coffee is the ice, right? It's like it's it waters True. it down. And so this way, mm -hmm. it's like ice cold, and I don't have to water it down, man. Like, I'm very, very happy. It's simple adult things that you would think that, yeah, yeah. it took me 40 years to are you out. Are you cold brewing? No, but because, again. You should cold brew. I know. Well, that shit is really strong, though. You'd go off the rails. Probably. I'm okay with that. Stronger, the better. Stronger, the better is great. But it's 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 a time thing, right? It's like, oh, I got to set it up and do it. Like, it I just, takes, like, 24 hours. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. To remember to brew a coffee at night and then let it sit out long enough to, like, allow it to sit into it get it poured it yeah you would think it's like the most complicated thing in the world shout out to emily baxter hashtag the game kitten with a two dollar tip it says honor and duty was fun hi boys and cats wait 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 boys and cats does that mean like i you know growing up do you always think that like dogs were boys and cats were girls i guess maybe i mean carlos is definitely not a girl tornado is definitely a girl i mean like all the stereotypes are ring true which is great. We needed a little bit of fe I needed a feminine touch in this department. Big yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, as you saw in the thumbnail and uh, in the title of the video, we're going to be talking about Moss today, which, as Vargasoft already pointed out, AJ hates Moss. He hates Quill. He despises it. He yes. thinks the whole series is just fucking rubbish. And uh, he goes. He made up some bullshit excuse today to get out of this show. Yeah. And I can see right through that, AJ. Yeah, we I all see right through it. Every time we talk about Moss, AJ's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so you heard it here from us. AJ hates Quill. 
Although I will say maybe he just doesn't want to be in the room again when you say tiny mouse dicks. That's, I mean, it's fair. That could be part of it. Dude, I don't even want to be in the room when I say that shit. Well, so. let's not do it. Then. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, dude, we should probably start today's show. Uh, yeah. A little bit about housekeeping. Make sure you join our Discord. The link for that's in the description below. Uh, that's where this conversation, conversations like it happen 24-7. Uh, you can also join us for Box VR every single night of every single day of every single week and month and year. It's been ongoing. Uh, yesterday made one month since... Uh, since we started, I've done it every single day. It's a lot of fun. It's buggy as hell, but at least we get in shape. Uh, also, that's where we do some multiplayer meetups. Glo uh, Professor Lilith organized the Honor and Duty meetup yesterday, which was thank you very much, Professor Lilith. We love you for that. Um, and, of course, uh, Donnie's doing the question of the day over there, a reason to stop in every single day. Uh, also, Jay Meow has us up and running on Spotify and uh, all sorts of uh, podcast services of your choice so make sure you go check I that give out a as well shout out to everybody who's actually listening to us on spotify right now welcome to the vanguard two of welcome to the vanguard you are in a you know very uh, rare breed of folks so yeah, a but, uh, tell your friends sense. tell your friends so dave so brian <laughs> without aj here yeah. this is not going to be as structured as usual guys probably no because he's not. our backbone you guys know aj is our backbone he's the guy who's like next news story yeah so absolutely. um what's our first news story first news story comes to us from uh all sorts of developers behind the scenes uh okay. speaking all, all quietly and stuff saying hey guys there's a psvr2 dev summit tomorrow now we reported on this like uh, a couple weeks back when it when the news first broke um, we don't know what's going to happen at this dev summit. It's, it's obviously just a, uh, it's an online thing. Uh, and it seems like there are developers from, from, from top to bottom being associated with this thing. So my question for you, Dave, is if you were Sony and you've got all these developers in one place and you're talking purely about PlayStation VR two, what, like, what do you want? What would you impart on all these developers? What would you want them to know? I mean, I guess it's also going to be a two-way street, though. Like, uh, Developer Summit isn't just for Sony to tell devs what to do. I think they're going to take pitches. I think they're going to say, hey, you know, you've done this in the past. What do you think would make a good PSVR 2 game? What are you guys working on? What kind of ideas do you have for something that could be unique and beneficial to our platform? You know what I mean? I think that's going to be a big part of it, just like the back and forth with the devs. Um, because, like, Sony could just send out an email telling people what they want. You know, if that's the thing, I think there's going to be some back and forth. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess maybe Sony will also just kind of lay out what the, the guidelines, what the you know functionality is like. You can expect to be able to use haptic feedback on your face. So think about that, you know, just sort of like set expectations with the developers and stuff, too. So yeah. what do you think? You know more about this than I do because you get the whispers in your in your ear. So. <laughs> I know nothing. I know nothing. And, uh, and I'm going to keep it that way. No, I. Uh... I, first, well, I definitely don't want to get anyone in trouble, first and foremost. But second of all, um, I would I would like to think that this is, you know, this is the beginning of Sony's big push for PSVR 2. Uh, because, you know, a while back they said, hey, you know, dev kits are going out. But then very frequently we hear, we haven't gotten a dev kit. No, we haven't gotten one. No, we haven't gotten one. It's like all over the place. So you figure when they said that, they meant first party, right? And so now it's like, okay, now here's our push for third party. Here's Here's our push to make sure that... Uh, are the launch of PSVR 2 is going to be solid and and it's not just going to be like you know one or two first party titles or things that we paid for mm -hmm. you know blah 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 uh, with second party studios so I I would like to I would like to think this is a time for developers to start figuring out if if their current project 
uh, is going to be able to make that PSVR 2 launch uh, yeah. launch window, or if it's even suitable for PlayStation VR 2, if it's something that they want to do. Um, and, I, and I really hope that they get aggressive. I remember back on the PlayStation 1 lifecycle, near, uh, near the end of the PlayStation 1, Sony mm-hmm. dropped... Uh, the there was al- there was always like this fee that publishers had to pay Sony to have their game on on PlayStation, right? It's always been the case. That's how PlayStation makes money. That's how Xbox yeah. makes money. We all know yeah. this. And near the end of the PlayStation One lifecycle, Sony dropped that dramatically, and that's when you start started seeing ten dollar games like uh, Martian Gothic and like all the Grudge Warriors, like all these all these like ten dollar games started coming out. So you could tell the fee got dropped dramatically. And it would be nice to see Sony like really really want to push forward and say, hey. We want all of you guys on board, so we're going to take a smaller cut of your PlayStation VR 2 titles, you know, if you want to get in there for the first year or something like that. Just an incentive uh, to, to get developers on board um, and, and say, hey, you know, don't worry about that quest thing over there. Come focus on this over here. Yeah. You know. Well, one thing that, I mean, I don't know if this will have anything to do with the summit or if they'll be there or what. Maybe you know, but can't say anything. I would love to know that Housemark was a part of this because Housemark launches platforms they had Resogun, they have returnal why not a psvr2 game and as i've said in the past a million times there was rumors they were working on a version of next machina for vr right if that could still happen maybe that that would be fun or just a brand new housemark game sony owns them now right so like it would be kind of be a no-brainer they are kind of the ones who lately have had like a, a near launch title that is supposed to be one of the big ones um so yeah, I, I would love to see that as well. Yeah, that would be very cool. Uh, you know, hope, hopefully White Moon Dreams will be there uh, yeah. because obviously those guys they, they were the ones responsible for porting Saints and Sinners over, like constantly one of the best, highly regarded PlayStation VR one games that we've mm-hmm. talked about over the last. Uh, I mean, one of the highest re- one we've we've talked about, highest regarded ones that we've talked about for a long time, even whatever. You know what? Getting all caught up in my own words. We it's move it's on. weird. It's like um, if AJ is not here. You lose the ability to speak in sentences. <laughs> <laughs> He's that integral. He's the glue, guys. Brian's brain just melts right. when AJ leaves. Yeah. It's okay. It's um, right. So next news story mm. is about a little game called Everslot, yeah. which um, is out on Steam in early access right now. And they confirmed on Twitter that they are thinking, or not thinking about, they're planning to bring it to PlayStation VR. This looks cool as hell. Um, guys, if you want to, I mean, Brian, you probably got a trailer playing right now. I do indeed. But um, grappling hooks, slicey, mm. slicey, roguelike dungeon crawler. Are you excited? I'm kind of excited. Yeah. Um, you know, this it, it always sucks when a, a game is out. I think this is in early access currently right now. So we don't know the full extent of like what this game is going to be or what it's capable of. Um, but I mean, based on this trailer and based on the initial reviews, everything seems extremely positive. This is yes. the kind of stuff like this reminds me of. And, and I hope everyone braces for impact before I say this. This reminds me of DWVR, but the game that we wanted oh. to be. Right? You know, I actually had to double check it wasn't the same devs as DWVR because I could see that dev making a leap like this, you know, because yeah. it does have a similar vibe to it. I got that that same exact vibe, um, but I don't think it's the same guy. Uh, I don't think so either. But but the fact is, like, you know, we when we talk about Fract, we're like, how come this is like the first really great made for VR first person shooter that kind of gets everything right, you know? And, mm-hmm. and so it's, it's really weird to see this is like, you know, this is, this is the game that we hope DWVR would be. This might be the game that we hope doom VFR would be, you know, like give, how we play with two move control space. Yeah. And just flying around and doing all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah. It looks, it looks intense. 
very hellish, like you're saying. Um, but I don't know. Uh, the roguelike aspect of it, of course, is, is a big part as well. Like, we don't have that many dungeon crawlers that are built like this in, in VR. Like, you know, until you fall as a combat-oriented roguelike, but it's not really a dungeon crawler. You know, you kind of just go linear through the thing and just, you know, do whatever. Yeah. Um, this this is kind of a, a concept and a genre that I'm into, typically. So, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited, too. And, I am, and I'm looking through the Steam page right now. And uh, <clears throat> some of the... It's uh, some of the things it's pointing out here, uh, saying it's got, you know, innovative VR controls, flip your arm to rapidly switch back and forth between weapons and your tools. Uh, for example, shotgun and grappling hook. Yes, it feels and feels as cool as it looks and sounds. Uh, fast paced gameplay is tailored toward hardcore VR players. Bring on the swiftest, least restrictive movement in combat you've ever seen in VR. Warning, play yeah. this one only if you don't feel like puking every time you take steps in VR. Well, there's the, the two reviews they have on there, the little blurbs on the page, are, are exactly like that. And you guys will be happy to hear this. I think everybody loves hearing shit like this. Built with intense locomotion for players with iron stomachs, mm -hmm. says Road to VR. And VR Focus says it is going to be very fast and unrelenting. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but that's that's exciting. I, I mean, it's like when you get a Sirento, you're like, yeah, give me more Sirentos. Like, I want to do backflips. I want to fucking go fast. Like... Yeah, Let this, me do it. I think the Sirento comparisons continue, actually. It's, uh, the, the next bullet point says, an RPG made for VR. It says, discover rare loot, level up your character, distribute skill points, unlock nifty perks, and find hidden lore, all in glorious VR. And, and this is, like, I mean, like, I don't expect it to be a super crazy deep game. I expect it to be a, a pretty shallow game with deep mechanics like Sirento was. Like, Sirento mm -hmm. technically was a very shallow game, but it had all these deep mechanics that, like, made you keep going back in doing the same thing over and over to replay and unlock these new weapons. And I feel like this could be something very similar to that. Well, you know, it's funny. You mentioned Doom. Um, one of the top reviews on here says the feeling of Doom Eternal in VR. Fast, yeah. tough, and makes you feel like the Doom Slayer. Like, so yeah, that's that's excellent. Fantastic. Yeah, and, it, and honestly, Can't you wait. know, with uh, you know, if this guy hasn't made any of the PSVR games, which it seems like he hasn't, uh, the the <sighs> He may be, you know, he may be saying, oh, you know, looking at PSVR and saying what makes the most sense, PSVR 1 or PSVR 2. Uh, so as great as this would be on PSVR 1, we know as PSVR gamers that the con there's control schemes out there that would accommodate for this. The Sirento, just copy and paste the Sirento control scheme, it'll be great. Uh, but also, uh, you know, smaller developers have a harder time working with the PSVR 1 hardware, getting things to run on the OG PS4. And so this could technically be one of those games that we were just talking about you know the dev summit you know does this make sense as a psvr2 launch title um i think for new vr gamers it makes way more sense you know get, getting your head yeah. around those control schemes is so daunting sometimes for new gamers oh for sure and every game has its own little you know idea of what that's supposed to be like and it's confusing because you can't play the same control scheme from one game to the next so it's hard to get your brain around it right um one <laughs> review i want to call out this is kind of funny to me um this guy says eh mixed feelings here so not everybody's totally in love uh, but he says would i recommend it to my friends no would i recommend it to random dudes in walmart sure now i have to wonder about this guy is he just hanging around walmart recommending vr games to random dudes i've met how this often guy. is he you know this guy is he in walmart is he in your walmart Ran i mean random just hanging around have you ever been to like a GameStop or a Walmart or something where you can't even look at a row of games without somebody being like, have you played that one? And they're like, 
Yes. Yeah, but, but I that, mean, like, yeah. I don't know. It's it's weird to say like I wouldn't tell my friends to buy it, but I tell a random dude in Walmart to buy it. <laughs> That's kind of a weird concept to me. Anyways, yeah. this guy, uh, I guess you know him. That's cool. Small world. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we all know this guy a little bit. Yeah. Right. All right, man. Uh, so you're you're AJ today. What's our next news story? Oh God, am I? Um, our next news story is oh, we changed the oh, run of show. We did change it in the we next news story. The, we, and we, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll wait. So, to, we're going to talk about Neon Hat, but we're going to wait for uh, AJ to get back. AJ actually like completed it all in one run, um, and uh, we're going to give Dave some more time to play it. And uh, I'm going to get my review up between now and Wednesday. So uh, we're going to talk more about Neon Hat on Wednesday. Um, but in the meantime, I did want to give you. Uh, usher in a little bit of a warning here about a game mm-hmm. that came out on the PlayStation Store uh, in most territories yesterday. It's called like 23 to 5, 23 seconds to 5. It's it's also called Jump and Run VR. The game doesn't know what it wants to be called. Jump Very... and Run VR? <sighs> yeah. yeah. God, that's worse than Space Explorer. Yeah, I'll be that's honest with you. Like... It's not terribly good at jumping or running, uh, which is oh, which God. is the worst part about it. Uh, this is so what you're seeing here is actually the tutorial. Uh, so if anyone has played it, you'll know that like the levels do get <clears throat> different than this. I don't want to say better because they're not better. They actually I feel like the everything after the tutorial gets worse. Um, it's like you're playing in Egypt and now you're playing here and now you're playing there and it's just like the worst crappy graphics. Somebody told me that this was made by the same people as uh, 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 Mini Wood. No, I didn't. I didn't check that out. I didn't fact check it, but honestly, I don't care because God. it because it doesn't Many surprise me. Many wood is guys. If you don't know, Oof. one of the strangest fucking things in the world. It's way too expensive. You can't even figure out what the game is at first, and then you're like, "Is it just a weird Pac-Man game?" It's pretty terrible. And yeah. then you're like, "I guess with a meta game that doesn't make sense." It's very fucking strange. It's like a school project that for some reason is on sale. I don't know what the deal is with that. So if it's the same guy, yeah, avoid this with a 10-foot pole. Yeah, so it's, you know, the fact is, is endless runners, I don't feel like have to be terribly good to be fun. Like, it's endless runners. Oh, that's true, yeah. Right? And so I was like, okay, this might look terrible, but I'll give it a shot. It was... I think 16 or $18 Australian. Uh, so it'd probably be like 10 bucks here in the States. I didn't even check the PlayStation sure. store today if it came out because I don't care really. Um, the fact is it's, it, it's like many endless runners, you're in three lanes of traffic, right? You can like only switch between these three lanes, which right away, mm-hmm. I'll tell you the Deadland VR, not a great game, but for $6, was way better, like sent you down a path, but you could kind of like, you know, swerve and strafe as much as you wanted to. So you had a lot more control yeah. over your character. This And this doesn't even feel good, switching from lane to lane. Uh, jumping is really strange because instead of having like a smooth uh, jump animation or smooth jump uh, camera motion, it immediately goes high and then falls down. So oh, the, weird. So it's just like a boom. It's like click jumping. Click jumping is terrible. Oh, it feels weird. bad. And like it's There's just, no acceleration to it. It's just... Full yeah. on, and then you float down. Kind of, yeah. It's bad it, news. It, yeah, yeah, it floats down more real, like more realistically than you think. But the whole the whole jump, it's like click jumping doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, I get that they want it to be like reactive and fast and stuff, but man, everything about this, I don't like the the music is awful. The controls are terrible. Everything about this is just like just don't buy it. I find myself frustrated. I got through the first few levels, and I'm like, just nah, don't, dude. Nihilist Ryan has nailed it. He says, this looks like it was made by a guy who was fired from the Vertigo Home team. <laughs> <laughs> the assets remind me of Vertigo Home because they just kind of took everything and like threw it into levels. But like, yeah. at least Vertigo Home was like crazy and intense and psychedelic and well, over the top. That's why he got fired from the team. That's the joke. <laughs> right. That's, that's why I like that comment. 
I want to give a shout out to Mark Finley with the Australian $100 tip. Uh, says, hey, Brian and Dave, it's PSVR's birthday and mine later this week. <laughs> this month. birthday thing. Uh, sorry, later this month. Sorry, Mark. Um, thanks heaps. Discovering your channels in Discord has been a godsend. I've been... I've had more fun in the last six months with VR than ever. Game on, Wild Hour, the Game Cat. Now, Mark, hell yeah, thank you so much, man. I love, I love your name. Wild we Hour, both, the Game we Cat's both fantastic, right? But, but here, here, yeah, we're scheming. We're like, Mark, <laughs> we need to see Wild Hour, the Game Cat, in your name on YouTube, so that we can we can give you a shout out on uh, Friday's show. But dude, thank you. Yeah, so he's much. he's already man. done enough. Oh, he's done more than enough. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, we really appreciate it, Mark. Appreciate you uh, keeping the lights on around here. Thank you very much, and we love having you as part of the community. Um, so yeah, don't buy this game. Just don't. Like, yeah. I mean, there's nothing good about this whatsoever. It is terrible. Go buy Deadland VR. Deadland VR is broken and, and busted. Oh, well, don't six... tell people to go buy it. Listen, I had six hours of fun with a broken game with Deadland VR, and it's six dollars, right? It's zombies, and you get multiple weapons. And listen, it's a bad game. But it's way more fun than this, and it's way cheaper. That's it. For some for some reason, there's a bunch of War Garble making this in Dreams jokes. No uh, Justin Cassidy says, War Garble made a self-generating game engine in Dreams, and this is the first attempt. <laughs> if War Garble made this, this in Dreams, no, it, it would have no, been no. amazing. <laughs> oh, I, I can't. Man, when people can start releasing games outside of Dreams, mm -hmm. like, you know, they, they said they teased that. We, we let you do that or whatever. Uh, I will buy some War Garble games. If I see Whiplash full release version for ten sure. bucks, fifteen bucks, twenty bucks, I'm yeah. shit. Hell yeah, I'll buy that. All right, we'll do our next news oh. story. What's up? I've actually got a tiny news story to slip in between here that I just forgot about. Slip it but, in, baby. Um, the chat reminded me. They say can't wait for Republic Anniversary Edition. Funny enough, it's still available on limited run games. They made eight hundred and seventy five copies of this thing, and I still get emails every other week saying. Guys, we still got copies of this, and like I've never seen this happen with limited run. Okay. Like, it just sucks to give you an idea. Demand is is that low? Like, just to give you an idea, uh, Super yeah. Meat, Super Meat Boy went on sale, uh, and they had a thousand copies for the normal version and the collector's edition. This is the Vita one. I only care about the Vita stuff. This was, by the way, the yeah. last Vita game, so it's quite literally the last thing I'm ever going to buy from limited run games because that's all I was sticking around for was just until they were done selling Vita games. So the uh, Super Meat Boy. Normal and Super Meat Boy collectors, each one had a thousand copies available. But for reference, both of those sold out in seconds, not minutes, yeah. seconds. And like to the point where, like, I know people, like, I know Frosty was trying to get one, he couldn't. Like, we wait in there refreshing the page and shit, still couldn't get one. So, just to give you an idea of how fast shit sells on limited runs sometimes, and just how poorly Republic collectors did it, like, that just is sitting there. That, that is like magical, man. Like, I've never seen, yeah, I've never seen anything yeah. like that. So uh, if you want a cool PSVR collector's edition of a game, it's still there for you. If you're interested, I've got one purchased, I suppose. So. I, yeah, I bought one. Now I'm like really kind of, yeah, I'm, not, I know. I'm not regretting it, but I did like the idea that like it was going to be sought after, you know, that's why you buy limited run stuff. Yeah. Well, when I heard there were only first, it was 600 something and then they upped it to 800 something, which they probably sound like they didn't need, <laughs> didn't to, need, do. It all. Nope. Didn't need to do that. Yeah. Uh, so, All right, our, so what is the legitimate next news story, Brian? Our legitimate next news story uh, comes to us from uh, Road to VR, uh, which we talked to Polyarch a little bit about their mascot platformer puzzler, uh, Moss Book 2, that's coming to PlayStation VR. Sounds like later this year. 
and exclusive up front, which is cool to know. Let's they talk did about specify that. that a few times. They said, will this be exclusive? Yes, it will for a time, yeah. which is what we saw the first time around. And I really, I thought they're going to try and put this on Quest like as early as possible. But apparently Sony has a pretty strong relationship with them to be able to say, no, hold off on that. Let's make it exclusive for a while, which is uh, always good for us. I'm excited about that. It's, it's, I don't, yeah, I mean, the the way we talked about this originally, uh, we were saying, I was saying there's absolutely no way that it's going to be PSVR exclusive for any amount of time. And so yeah. right, right up front, I was totally wrong about that. And I am shocked about that because it is like kind of ubiquitous with Quest and, and every, it's, it's just a VR game now. It has no ties to PlayStation VR specifically. And yeah. so I really, really thought that we were going to see it across all platforms. But, but when we were just talking about exclusives on our last show, I believe, I was saying that I like when teams get a chance to focus on one headset at a time and really make it the best they can and then, you know, either bring it up to the next headset's power or bring it down depending on what they have to do. Yeah. And so I'm glad that this is happening uh, for that reason alone. But you've got to wonder if this is some kind of carryover in a contract that Polyarch made with PlayStation back before oh, Lost came out. Maybe so. Yeah, right. it could have been like all all subsequent chapters within this time frame will be exclusive for this amount of time. Yeah, and like I think a lot of people did expect it to come out sooner. If I'm being honest, I think like when you have a, a game that's set up in that sort of way, where it's like you call it a chapter or a book or something, where it's like, okay, what's the what's the next chapter? What's the next book? Right. Um, you know, you don't just like release a Harry Potter book and then just like wait forever to put out a second one. You know, you capitalize on that shit. Um, so I'm glad it's coming soon. But I, I did. I was expecting to see it like already almost. Yeah. Uh, but it's good. They're taking more time on it. They're expanding it. It sounds like from the article uh, shooting for a little bit more uh, depth, variety, weapon upgrades, uh, new environments and stuff like that. And it sounds like it'll be longer than the first one, which is good because that was a great experience, but like, you know, movie length ish um, and not super, super replayable. Yeah. I mean, it was nice. They added the uh, Twilight Garden DLC that really helped things out. made give it yeah, people a reason yeah. to go back to it. But at the same time, like I, I got to be honest, like I thought it was great, but I, I also thought it was too little too late. I, I felt like mm-hmm. Twilight Garden was great for people who were just jumping into Moss for the first time and found that yeah. additional stuff organically and didn't even realize that it wasn't there before it it really worked well within the structure of the game. I didn't, I didn't in really enjoy going back in and like being like, okay, let's go look for the DLC, you know, specifically. Yeah. That's, that's, is kind of a tough spot to be in because like, I do like how, like you said, or organically, it's like part of the game now where it's almost like, um, they just made the base game expanded and it's like an expanded edition. But if you have played it, it's not enough to make you want to go back through and be like, okay, what do I have to do to get this new thing or whatever? And it's like, sometimes DLC, you just want to pop it on and play the DLC because you've already beat the regular game. You know, that's usually how DLC is structured. So it's unique, but it's also maybe, yeah, more for new players than it is for existing players. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. And this is, I know we could definitely have an entire discussion about this one thing specifically, but sure. when I look over on like HLTB.com to, to see how long most people took to get through Moss, it, mm-hmm. it looks like the average runtime is about four or four and a half hours. And so oh, I guess, was, does that include the DLC? I mean, I think, I think that's okay. how long it took me before the DLC, honestly. Okay. So my maybe question I'm underestimating. is, I guess maybe I'm underestimating how long it took. Well, so my it's qu- two movies it's, it's or, or one Irishman. 
<laughs> it was a thirty dollar game though, right? And I think does yeah. does the the price obviously should have something to do with it. But do you think? I mean, do I don't, I don't like if they're if, if they're they, talking about making it a longer game. Do you, do you yeah. think that they're going to say, well, people complained that it was too short. The first one was too short, maybe for the price tag that we attach to it. Because people mm -hmm. people still complain about games that are like four hours long, even when they're $20. So, you know, I think people just want longer games and like the price is secondary, right? I think so. Um, but also, th there was something about Moss that I, I think let people overlook that fact because the quality level was so high and it was so like magical and just like well done that you kind of just like don't care because it was a really good four hours that you spent with it. Mm. But I think that they ought to keep the price point the same as for chapter one, even though there's more stuff in here, because they actually admit in this article that it took less work to get this done because they already had the existing framework, the assets, the ideas of where this world was going to go, the character designs and stuff like that. So it's like you're starting from a, a elevated platform in terms of you've already got all this shit done. Right. Um, and so I think that with those things considered, I hope that they just keep it at 30 bucks and make it like more worth 30 bucks than the first one. Yeah. I mean, when they're when they're saying we, you know, we made this game much longer. Like, I mean, I can't imagine it being longer than like six and a half hours. Like, you know, start getting like seven, eight hours. Like we're talking like real full length epic adventures here. And uh, I don't know. I just don't see that happening with Moss Book 2. Yeah. Some people in chat are saying, oh, I didn't even notice the DLC. Where is it? Do you have to find it? Yeah. If you um, if you run into a big frog, a big toad, you've found it. That's the, <laughs> that's where you need to be. Yeah. <laughs> Keep an eye out for the big frog. It's a good answer. And there's like some circles on the wall and stuff, I think. Like open a portal. That's where it is. Yeah. I remember lots of pur purple portals. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, you know, so I don't I don't expect to be crazy long. But but at the other, the other side of the spectrum here, playing devil's advocate, I guess I'd have to look at this and say, you know, Polyarch said that initially when they made Moss Book 1, their team was 15 people. And that includes people who weren't working on the game at all, like HR and like all this like, you know, PR stuff. And uh, a lot of those 15 people were only working part-time or not on Moss at all. So like Moss Book 1 was made by a very, very small group of people. And now they've doubled the size of the team. And a lot more of those people on the team now are working full-time on the project. So we are talking about like having to pay twice as many people, probably more than twice as much money, right? I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Th I mean, that said, though, like those people are still doing less of the legwork. They don't have as much ground to cover right. as the first team did. And so, like, maybe it's easier for those 15 people to get more stuff done more quickly. And, you know, you know, maybe they have contractors and stuff. I don't know. Um, yeah. I, I am thinking this is going to be probably in the 30 to 35 price range, though, hopefully. Yeah, I could definitely see it being 30 again. And uh, probably, and I can only imagine that when this game comes out, we'll see uh, Moss Book 1 get like a permanent price drop um, down to like 20 bucks, right? And I wonder get people if they'll do the like door. a package deal too. Like, um, yeah. you know, if you haven't played the first one, Book 1 and Book 2 together as a, as a thing, a bundle or whatever. That seems like it would make sense. Definitely makes sense. Yeah, I, I was. Th I would hope that to promote the second game, like a month before this one comes out, they would drop the price of the first one to like twenty bucks. Uh, maybe put it even on sale further than that. It's like get more people in the door and more excited for book two. Uh, yeah, hopefully we'll see some promotional stuff. A demo happen. would be awesome too. Um, I'd love to see a demo. Yeah, we don't see nearly enough demos on PSVR. Yeah, uh, and every time we see one, 
Every time we see one, people get really excited. They're like, oh, I had no interest in Frax before. Now that I've played it, I'm really, really excited about it. Uh, although we were talking to a PSVR developer recently uh, who said that um, who said that demos actually don't help sales. In fact, really? uh, pe people jump in and it's it's they're no longer excited about the final product because they've gotten a taste of it and they've been like, okay, I know what this feels like and plays. Now I'm not excited about the final product because it won't be brand new mm -hmm. to me anymore. Uh, and so they actually yeah, but are see those, a correlation. Are those the people who made the Fract demo? Because the Fract demo made everyone excited. I don't know anybody who was like, I played that. I'm, I'm not too excited about that one anymore. Like, yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't everybody just wants more. I feel like I don't. I don't know if uh, I don't know if he would like his name being smeared across Gamescast Live. So okay. let's, let's let's keep everybody. I'm not uh, asking who it is specifically. Yeah, I know. Uh, it didn't make. It did not make the frack demo. That is 100 percent for sure. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, although we'll say that. I mean, I've seen a surprising number of comments from uh, from a lot of the cats out there saying. You know, like, oh, this game, this feels really shallow. It doesn't seem like there's a lot to do here um, in the frag oh. demo. So, hmm. yeah, so I don't know. Well, man. it's a demo. It is right. a demo, remember, guys. <laughs> there's not much to do in this 15-minute demo or 20-minute demo. Right. Well, that's that's because that's what it is. Yeah, I'm so, oh, man, and, like, and we're so close. We're, we're just, just over two weeks out from Fract. Um, it's coming out on the 17th if you get the deluxe edition. And uh, holy shit, guys, like... I'm I'm super excited. There was a long stretch of time recently where I was, you know, I was playing tons of PSVR games, but I wasn't super interested in what I was playing. I was just doing it for review for the channel, and now we're getting to the time where like I'm excited. Like I'm legitimately excited. Like if I didn't run a PSVR channel, I'd still be buying these PSVR games and going. Oh yeah. Here we go. Totally. Let's do this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> MRI, MRI in the chat says, I know who it is and can and be Brad. <laughs> Nice. Excellent. All right, man. Well, listen, uh, so, you know, if, if you saw the thumbnail, we're not only talking about Moss today. We're not only talking about little Quill, little adorable Quill. Multiple mascots in one show. Yeah. How can we fit this many mascots in one one hour show? I don't know, man. I don't know. But we did see an article uh, talking about here. You know what? Can, can you introduce this while I bring a trailer up? Absolutely. So um, there was some talk about uh, Japan team, Team Asobi. I guess they're known now, uh, who are the developers, of course, of Astrobot and Astro's Playroom. Um, they have hinted at plans for their most ambitious game yet on their new website that they just launched. And there are a bunch of job listings out there um, that kind of shed some light on what they're trying to do. Um, and towards the end of this, there's some speculation in the article that it could be a PSVR 2 game. Um, I mean, that would make a lot of sense. Obviously, you, we know them for PSVR initially, um, but I don't see like any specifics in their statement that no. say like, we're doing a PSVR 2 game. So it is a little bit of just like analysis here from uh, the Tech Radar uh, yeah. author. But so, um, of course, we would speculate the same thing. I mean, I think, right? Like, it would be hard, it'd be hard not to speculate the same thing. So far, what uh, Team Asobi has done is uh, is these kind of smaller things for... Uh, for for hardware launches, right? Um, but also, but then also, you know, the, their big game was Astrobot Rescue Mission. And so, if somebody says to me, "Well, they're gearing up for their, you know, their biggest game yet or their biggest project yet," say, "Well, absolutely, uh, it would have to be another full fledged game. It'd have to be something." And I and I just don't see them, especially when we see Sony gearing up for PlayStation VR two, and. And, and wondering like really what's gonna what's gonna propel them to the next level, right? 
you don't you don't take your team that made like basically the mascot for your first headset and say yeah yes. go go do this flat screen thing over here well no but here, here's the thing he's not even just the mascot for the first headset in if you have a ps5 he's the mascot for fucking sony top to bottom yeah. he is the conduit through which you experience all this sony nostalgia you go find a ps1 and pick it up and stuff like but it's all through the lens of astrobot right like Right. So I think Sony is really gunning on him being the mascot, like not just VR, but like the mascot of of PlayStation going forward for now, at least. That's yeah. how it feels. 100%. And I, and I really hope that they don't do anything stupid. Like, I mean, like Crash Bandicoot was a great mascot for play, uh, for PlayStation 1. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. And now and Crash is just everywhere. Like once P- PS2 generation rolled around, it was on Xbox and GameCube and just everywhere. Um, you know, and, and I know that Naughty Dog wasn't like owned by Sony or anything like that. So like I understand like why it all happened. But, you know, but still, it's like this is these kind of things are special. And then I, I felt like Crash got way less special. I mean, firstly, when it wasn't made by Naughty Dog anymore. Right. So hopefully Team Asobi mm-hmm. holds on to uh, this IP and doesn't like farm it out to some other studio later down the road. Um, but also hopefully it stays on PlayStation because I, I do feel like this is this is something really special that we have. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 100 um, percent. And there was and a... I, the other thing is um, like if they're working on a game and it is PSVR 2 supported, I can't imagine it would also be flat. Just because Astrobot relied so much on the spatial interaction, like looking around the stage, mm-hmm. gauging the depth of stuff by, you know, peering your head over a cliff before you jumped. And I feel like um, those little interactions, too, like where you get seaweed on your head and you got a little seaweed hair yeah. in your face so and you good. shake it out of the way. Like that, that's just really not possible on a flat screen. And I don't think that they would bother watering it down. So if it is a PSVR game, I feel like it's just a full on fucking PSVR game. I don't yeah. think they're going to bother with flat stuff and splitting that into like two versions of the game. I agree. I agree. And it, you know, it'd be nice for, for, for Asobi to continue, you know, if, if there's more peripherals released down the, down the line, or, you know, maybe they could certainly make like a full fledged uh, flat screen game, but yeah, I, I would really like to see this remain uh, VR exclusive, this specific project. And for anyone, if anybody out there is like saying, oh, you know, why don't you want like Team Asobi to go stretch their legs and make something bit bigger and better and different than, than Astrobot, um, there was something uh, listed here uh, in the job listing. Um, they're looking for an animator who can, quote, animate a wide range of cartoony and mechanical characters, props, and vehicles used in game. Now, that screams Astrobot to me, but on top of that, it also of opens course. up a yeah, whole yeah. wide. Uh, spectrum of questions that I have. Being, first being, what do we want to see in Astrobot 2? I mean, vehicles? I don't remember yeah, vehicles being... Right? I mean, there's a minecart level because mm-hmm. you you got to have a minecart level. Right. But, um, yeah, I mean, vehicles sound like a fun little twist. I mean, you, you always have to um, iterate with games like this. Like Super Mario, they always add some new power-up or something to make it exciting, right? Like, oh, you can get in a cat suit now. That's the new Mario thing. You climb up the walls and do backflips and stuff. And so, like, Adorable. I got to assume Astrobot 2 is going to have similar mechanics, but just add a ton of shit on top of it and, and keep it exciting and fresh. I want Astro to have a cat suit. <laughs> I mean, how yeah, can Yeah, that'd be great. Right? Talk about or perfect brand. ride a cat. Ride a little cat around. Ride a I cat. feel like he's small enough to ride a cat. What is the scale of Astro? <laughs> how big is the guy? Dude, when I was I doing never the thought about this in my head, like, how big is he? Is he, like, 
Yeah. I, I guess he fits in your controller, right? Or a bunch of his friends all fit in there, so he must be he's pretty like fucking this small. Big. He's like tiny. He could ride right. a cat. He they could, could all ride, ride a cat. cat. The whole yeah. yeah, hundred of them all riding a cat. Oh man, if they ride a cat, I hope it's tornado. I really hope they model tornado and get it, get her in the game. They should have a stray tie-in where you can ride on the cat from stray. It is so funny though that you say that because when I was doing the thumbnail, I was actually put my I had Quill and Astrobot side by side, and I was like, do I need to like fuck with the scale here? Shrink like, do I need to shrink yeah. Astro way down? Because like, I mean, Astro is probably half the size of Quill. If we're I talking mean, about how many mice one. could you fit in a DualShock Four? Probably not very many. A couple. Like, what? What? Couple. I mean, small a little few? lab mice. Like, right? they're really yeah, or small. like feeder mice, like that you give to like snakes and stuff. Maybe I yeah, like the teen sequence, but yeah. not that many. This is what happens when AJ is not here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you, and I know that this is something. I've got two things that I didn't really like about Astrobot One. They weren't they 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 didn't make me dislike the game, but they but they left me wanting something a little bit different than what was delivered. And the first thing was that you ran forward. But you could never run backwards. Like you'd have to literally, literally turn your head around and run backwards, and then the camera wouldn't move. You'd have to like just run way off into the distance and hope that like you could still see Astro and like do his thing. Um, and so I would like it to have a little bit more freedom. I know that they did this because of motion sickness, and you know just be like, let's do it on a path and do it on a track, and don't worry about anything else. I would like you know, but but not to bring Marvels into the conversation, which can't hold a candle to Astrobot, but Marvels allowed you to run around in these full 3D environments freely. It felt way more like a rare game on the N64. And I would like Asher to have a little bit more freedom uh, in the sequel and allow the camera to be, have a little bit more freedom too, uh, follow him around. And, you know, there are definitely good camera options for people who get sick, like always make it face forward, you know? and Or but or you give you somebody control over the camera with the right analog stick like a traditional platformer. And I, I hope that that's there. I hope that they're blowing this wide open. That would be nice. I mean, you know, you can think about the shift from like um, linear Mario games to open worldier Mario games where it's not like you're just going down this fixed path, but you have an area to go through like 64 kind of opened that up and then Odyssey did the same thing. Yeah. Um, so, I, could, yeah, I mean, that's clearly, you know, been done before and could be done again. Um, the only thing with changing the camera angles and stuff, I do feel like that kind of removes a little bit of their ability to set up those cool moments where like you need the camera facing this way for something to happen the way it does right. to you, you know, as the first person guy, the robot mm -hmm. up there in the thing. So, um, I don't do, know. Do I, you I'm think not there sure should be the different freedom... levels, like different, like, Hey, here's like an open world level. And then, Oh, Hey, here's, here's oh, when yeah. you're going through a cavern and like, you're just kind of doing the old classic Astro thing. Yeah. Well, so, and there was some stuff too, that wasn't like super duper linear, like the underwater level. I remember it wasn't just like a straight path. You could kind of swim around and do stuff and like, yeah. um, so stuff that's more like that, that's like still straightforward, but open and you'd have some agency in terms of where you want to go. And all that. Yeah. The other thing, and I know again, like I, and the first thing I complained about the whole, like wishing you could have a little more freedom. I, I know that I got a lot of pushback on that when I first complained about it. People are like, no, 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 this is like what makes the game special. This is how they designed it. This is, you know, good game design, blah, blah. I'm like, so there are people who definitely like the way the first game was made. And so if they stick with that, I'll understand. Like, that's that's yeah. something that people really enjoyed. It the also forces replays because if you can't turn back and find the stuff you didn't get, you got to replay the level again. And that's I was always in that situation. If I had missed a bot, right. I couldn't just turn around and go find him. I'd have to replay from the beginning. Which I, I think they, maybe is built, that might be baked in. Like, that might be a design choice to make people replay stuff. Yeah. Honestly, like, 
I I hope they keep the whole exploration thing where you like you have to go like because I mean exploring every corner of every level, finding collectibles, being you know the other bots, um, mm-hmm. like that that was and they were always doing the cutest things, right? Like they were just like hanging around or like especially in the playroom, uh, they were like you know just goofing off and stuff, right? Like it, yeah, just like reclining on the beach. Yeah, playing like, I, I the hope beach they ball. keep all that in for the for the sequel because oh, that yeah, was for sure. so. Endearing. I mean, that's kind of their style. Like that's totally baked into their their visual style. So I think it'd be crazy if they didn't have stuff like that. Yeah, they definitely. So this one's going to be this. This change is going to be a little bit more divisive. I've never said divisive. I've always said divisive. Divisive. Yeah, yeah, me too. I don't know. I don't know. You're getting AJ brain when he's not here. Yeah. Well, you know, we can only be we can only be so linear. We can. <laughs> At least we think that's funny. I don't know if anyone else I does. Do. Yeah, poor AJ. Eh, people not, who remember it. Right. <laughs> poor AJ's not here to defend himself. Um. The, the the items the the tools that you used, um, you only had one at a time, and so like you you got them, and they were specifically used for that level, and then like the next level you'd go you'd have a different one. And for me, I was always hoping that I have an arsenal of like tools to switch through and go. Oh, what's the best way to get through this section of the game? And I was in, and it would be nice if there were multiple ways to get through different sections of each of each level where you go oh this would be great i can climb if i throw the same uh through the stars um the ninja stars against the wall and give them platforms to climb on or you know i got this big bulldozer type thing where i can actually crash down this wall and like let him get through or you know just like a, a little bit more variety instead of being like here's the tool and this is also the solution for this particular level it just it's just it's too heavy-handed for me i, I like not, a little bit more open-endedness i'm not sure that that's gonna happen um, I think that that's a little bit outside the scope of what they're trying to do with Astrobot, and I think that they probably have considered stuff like that, but probably decided, okay, let's keep it lean, let's keep it like this. Like, And the most recent evidence we have is that in Astro's Playroom, the PS5 thing, you get one thing at a time every time. They're all singular mechanics designed to show something off, right? Right. And so I think that that's, they're probably going to stick with that, I would assume. Probably. Probably, if if not, you guys will see. I'll be like wicked happy, like that. If they announce like, oh, most blah, 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 yeah, like, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, very excited over here. Well, then I I also have to come back to Mario and say like, typically you don't combine power ups, or typically you don't have like multiple options in which power up. It's like you need the fire thing to get through this area, or you need the cat suit to get through this area, and that's kind of like pretty basic platform like classic platforming design where you don't really mix and match a bunch of stuff i know there are counter examples of games where you do mix and match stuff but i think the iconic sort of stuff that they're going for that really sort of like simple perfect platforming shit i think they're probably not gonna mess too much with that formula i do wonder though was it mario controllers was it mario world that gave you the inventory of things to check choose from that wasn't super mario 3, oh you could switch it? you could switch between them yeah yeah i'm trying to remember which one that i think was. that was world i think no no no, because that just had the one icon on the top of the screen and that was the extent of your inventory maybe it was maybe it was mario 3 and, and again the, these oh it was mario 3 that's right because i'm just remember anyway uh and, and that's of course why it's one of my favorites right because because there's a little bit more open-endedness to it and you get to have a little bit more creativity with how you get through levels um so yeah like you said there's there's definitely examples and counter examples of this left and right um, but that's just, I guess, so as far as preferences go with platformers, I need platformers yeah. to evolve just a tiny little bit because um, Astrobot was amazing, but I want I want the sequel to be even more amazing. Well, the thing that I was about to bring up and they're talking about in chat as well is like, we're going to have these orbs, which are brand new controllers. Yeah. Um, the 
initial Astrobot was a showcase for what you could do with the DualShock 4 in VR because it was really cool with the touchpad, like one of the few games to ever really successfully use the touchpad. Right. And just the way that it felt integrated, like uh, there's stuff coming out of my controller, there's guys jumping into my controller, and it's all it all feels right. Um, and, you know, they did what they could with that. PS5, obviously, it's a showcase for the controller. We got to assume the same thing for the orbs, right? And you start thinking, like, okay, well, what gameplay mechanics can we have now? Like, there won't be touchpads, so that's that's out of the question. But what are they going to do to play with these new these new devices and, and show us, like, what they're capable of? Because I feel like that's kind of their other... Besides being the mascot people, they're sort of the let's-show-off-the-controller people also now. Yeah. So um, i got to assume that that will be probably a, a tie-in at launch, like, just to, to be there to show you what these things can do and how they feel and all that stuff. So you think that you think they're going to really start pushing the first person stuff because in Astrobot, like I think a lot of people who haven't played it maybe don't realize that you are a character who's following mm -hmm. behind Astrobot, and you are a yeah. character who, like as you said earlier, you know ends up with the seaweed on his head, and uh, and and you have things to do in first person with your dual shock, you know, sending out the uh, ninja ninja stars or uh, you know shooting water at flowers, like all this stuff to do in mm -hmm. first person, and so yeah, I mean it would be so cool to see what they could do with the orbs to really, really, really push that first person element because I don't know. I liked that stuff, but I thought that I thought the third person platforming was really where that game shined. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. So it would be, it'd be nice to see them like really bring that, bring that up to like another level. Yeah. I mean, once you have the, um, you know, the, the, they didn't use movement controllers in the first one, but they're going to be forced to because every game is going to have to use the orbs because that's the controller that right. you have. Um, and so I, I got to assume that there'll be more interactivity, like you said, like not just sending off a shuriken to do something in the level, but like reaching out and pulling on something or like throwing physically a shuriken at the thing. Like there's a lot of more interaction you can do when you're not just holding a controller like this. So, yeah, I'm sure they'll play with that a lot uh, in the final product. I think we have some time, though. I think we have some time before uh, that this uh, this comes to light. I would expect. Oh, for sure. Would you expect what they're doing uh, to be a launch title, Astro 2? I think it would make a lot of sense. I think it would be good. Um, they kind ought of to. Tough, kind of tough get to guess without knowing when PSVR 2 yeah. is releasing, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, tough. All right, man. Well, that brings us to PSVR 20 questions. Now, usually it's AJ's turn on Mondays, but uh, AJ's not here. I mean, we could, we could still play and just try to guess what he's thinking. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah. AJ, uh, if you're in the chat out there, <laughs> let us know if you're thinking of something. How slow we'll would this game the, go? <laughs> we'll do it through the chat. <laughs> if we had to ask a question and wait like, wait, a like minute. 40 seconds. Yeah. Like, Excellent. Dave, do you, do you have a game prepared uh, in AJ's absence? I should. Hold on. Let okay. me think. I should have one prepared. Guys, while Dave um, uh, figures out what his game is, make sure if you haven't played this with us before that you, can, that you help us out in the chat. Uh, I'm going to be the contestant along with all of you guys out there. Uh, we're going to put six minutes up on the clock, courtesy of whoever the, you know. The clock guy, Timer-topia. Timer-topia. Wow. See, this just proves you're, you have way Got more brain cells left than I do. Uh, there will yeah, be a well, link there's still time, Brian. There's still time. Timer-topia. Um, yeah, so Timer-topia. Uh, we're going to put a six-minute clock up, and we have to guess what PSVR game Dave is thinking of with 20 oh, yes or no questions. You know what questions. I'm going to do? I'm going to narrow it down for you right off the bat by just, I haven't thought of one yet, but I'm going to go to my shelf and I'm going to look on my shelf and pick a physical 
copy of the PSVR game that I have. And that's going to be the one that. Well, this narrows it down considerably. Yes, does, doesn't it? Yeah, like, <laughs> make it easy when right. there's just one U instead of two U's. Oh man, questions. Nihilus Ryan, the game feline with a five dollar tip in the chat says Astrobot Two idea co-op. Nihilus Ryan, that is a wonderful idea. And actually, if you have an early copy, I think just early copies. I don't. I think they did change it uh, of Astrobot physically. It lists co-op because that was definitely supposed to be in the game, and then they took it out. Uh, they just didn't make that happen. Uh, so that was supposed to be in Astrobot One. I one hundred percent agree with you that it should be in the sequel. I would actually be shocked if it didn't have co-op support. Uh, how great would that be? That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. I wonder how many co-op games like uh, games like uh, like Super Mario Brothers has has been pretty much four players for a lot of the two D side scrolling stuff recently, right? So, do you think that they could get four player Astrobot going or just two people? Uh, I don't know. It would be fun. I mean, that also four people running around jumping like crazy. The camera question again, too, though, because if who's in control of the camera? How is that going to work in VR? Like, well, you all have your own camera, right? Because you're all separate. We're not, not oh, couch co-op, right? Not couch co-op. Not yeah. couch co-op. Okay, that's different. Then, yeah, maybe could work. Yeah. Although, if the so we don't know how the social screen is going to work with PlayStation VR too. This is a whole separate conversation. The social oh, screen yeah. could definitely be an entirely separate camera for somebody doing couch co-op. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, thank you, Nihilus Ryan, for uh, for that tip. You so we're ready. Are we good? I'm ready to go. All right, man. I'm going to put six minutes up on the clock. Timer Topia, you're awesome. I have just no, no idea how you remember that. Um, and there it is, it's six minutes. Here. here we go, everybody help me out. Uh, we, we already know it's a physical game, guys, so so keep that in mind. Uh, D Dave, you're counting the questions. I am indeed. Does it have move support? Uh, no. Okay. Oh, wait, no, 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 shut up. What's wrong with me? Yes, yes, of course <laughs> it has move support. Tell me to shut up. Yes, uh, <laughs> no, I'm telling myself to shut up. I'm telling myself to shut up. I'm totally explaining. wrong. It does have move support. It has move support. 100,000%. Totally, yes. Um, does it also have DualShock 4 support? That's what I'm looking up right now. So um, this this one, uh, you can pause the timer. Can you pause the timer, actually? Yeah, I'll, figure it, I'll figure it out someday. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Um, AJ's not here. Rules don't matter. I don't believe you can use the DualShock 4. All right. So it's definitely a game we associate with the Move Controller. It says Move Controller supported. It doesn't say DualShock is supported. So. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, is this a fan fantasy game? No. Okay. Not fantasy. Um, let's see what the chat is thinking here. Uh, is it a wave shooter? Um, wow, that is not one I expected to have a problem with, but I guess you could argue that it is, but let's skip that question. It's, it's not primarily a wave shooter, but there are some elements that you could consider wave shooter. I'm writing down wave shooter question mark. Is there full locomotion? Uh, no, there's not full locomotion. Is there locomotion? Um, not specifically. No, not me really. Me meaning there's no teleportation or anything like that, right? No, no, okay. you don't. No, you don't. Okay, so no movement. A little wave shootery possible. Wave shooter elements used to move controllers. Uh, let's see. Uh, Scandrel says, uh, "Does it have zombies?" Uh, no zombies. Okay. Let's see. Uh, does it, I don't know, but et.2k.now. Et.2k.now. It doesn't. I don't want to ask the sports question. Does it have a sports theme? You can um, wait on that one. Let's see. Um, does it have any rhythm elements to it? 
Uh, yes, it does have rhythm elements to it. Wow. Wow, okay. Um, so move supported, rhythm. Uh, hmm. The things you're firing at, are they people? No. So there goes pistol whip. Those are people? In pistol whip? I mean, they look like they, people. They are people adjacent, as people in AJ <laughs> like people to say. People adjacent. I mean, <laughs> they look like people. Yeah, but they're little glowy red dudes. I mean, like, are the super hot guys people? I guess they're people, yeah, technically. They're but they glowy red yeah, they, crystal people. They look like people. I mean, Anyways, we're wasting too much time on this Okay, one. Not, people. Time Not, on people. Uh, Not people. Not people. Not people. Okay. Hunter the Game Cat says, does it have fruit? Does it have fruit? It's fruit. Uh, no. Okay. No, there's no fruit. <laughs> that eliminates fruit ninja. That was we got rid of one. Um, okay, well, I'm just going to start asking very specific questions here from the chat. Okay. Philip says, uh, "Does well, I'm going to ask about Gun Club. Does it have uh, cardboard cutouts as targets?" No. Okay. Although, if it's a cardboard cutout of a man, is that a man? That's what I'm asking. He's I, I, people adjacent. He's not a real man. I would say no, but he's. No, okay. Very, very, yeah. Um, um, the soundtrack, does it have artists we'd recognize? Um, no, not really. No, it doesn't. Okay. Is it? Would it be considered a workout game by any stretch of the imagination? No, I don't think you would work out to this. Okay. Okay, so we're definitely eliminating things like Beat Saber and Synth Riders um, because it's not because that definitely has music we'd recognize from artists we'd recognize, um, and workout that means like no O shape. Um, so what's rhythm, but not workout? Um, and, and could maybe be considered something like wave shootery potential elements. I mean, you've basically described the game I'm thinking of very specifically there, and I it'll it'll crystallize in your brain at some yeah. point. You'll be like, "Aha!" Nick yes, al Nick also makes a very good point. Uh, it has to have a physical copy <laughs> because because yes, yes. that's how we started this, and I, and Attica yeah. doesn't have a physical copy as far as I know. If it does, and I'm I totally blew this. Uh, Tetris Effect is a very good choice, gamer chick. Does this game involve uh, uh, falling blocks? No, um, okay. and also we already established that it is not DualShock supported. It is move supported, so oh, you good. just shot yourself in the foot with that one. It did shoot myself in the foot, um, and I only have 49 seconds left. Oh, um, boy. So, Justin so Cassidy, close. we eliminated Pistol Whip, unfortunately. Um, Beat Blaster, huh? Beat Blaster definitely has full locomotion. Um, Starship Disco doesn't have music we'd recognize. Um, uh, has this developer made any other PSVR games? Don't ask me that with 30 seconds left. Hold oh. on. <laughs> Pause it. Um, oh, don't worry. We'll get to see it blow up, but we won't take it seriously. Okay. Um, super hot. Um, as far as I, as far as I know, they haven't made other VR games, but let me double check. Come on guys. Ryth um, rhythm games that you don't work out to. This developer has not made any other games. For PSVR. Okay. How many questions do we have left? Uh, you're about to be on 15. 
Okay, my my head and is I think going. I might have forgot to count one, so but I'll, I'll my, give it. To my you. head is going towards Philip's suggestion. Uh, I, I actually scrolled, uh, not scrolled because that's not allowed. But I looked. Hey, up. that's not allowed. Know. My hands have been up. My hands have been up. I swear. Philip says uh, Res Infinite, and I and I really think that he's on the right track here. So, um, did this game come to uh, multiple other consoles before PSVR? Uh, no, it didn't. So Res Infinite is out. Uh, old Darth is saying Thumper. So let's ask. Does this have a non-VR version on PlayStation 4? No. Okay, Thumper's out. Um, guys, we're running out. Oh, 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 oh. Kramer, I think I think Kramer got it. Uh, are, does this game involve uh, choo-chooing at space aliens? Oh, after the timer's done, you've got it. Yes, <laughs> it does involve choo-chooing. Hell yeah. Yeah. Kramer, Kramer uh, was it 2K, 5K? I always get it wrong. Kramer 3K, the non-VR game cat with Space Channel 5. Is it Space Channel 5? It is Space Channel 5, oh, kind yeah. of funky newsflash VR. That's right. Um, it's funny. Which game technically mob came to asked. other consoles before. Did it? Well, I mean, it's sort of a remake, right, of Dreamcast? No, but no, no kind different. of funky newsflash VR is its, its own separate thing. It's a different game. Yeah, you're right. Um, you're right. I like in the chat, uh, GameCat Mob Task Force Protect Dave at all costs. That's hard to read all at once. Sure. They said Space Dance Game. They knew the game, but they just nailed it. Space dance game, <laughs> nailed it. Yeah, that one. Hell yeah, uh, yeah. So that that was one hundred percent all the cats out there. I wasn't gonna get that one on my own. I don't think I was gonna get that one on my own. Um, and the timer doesn't matter, guys, as as you can tell, because he lost, but he won. Yeah, there were two times we were supposed to pause it. So I so I, I w- wish I knew if we made it in under the wire, but I don't think we would have. Uh, so. Space Channel Five, kind of funky news flash, and you have the uh, you have the limited run version. Is that the one you got off the wall? I do. Yeah. Nice. Excellent. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for hanging out for another episode of PSVR Gamescast Live. Uh, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully AJ will be back next episode. Uh, assuming, of course, that we don't talk about Moss at all because that's the you know in his contract. He's like, I'm not fucking showing up if you guys are going to talk about Moss. I don't know why, but you know, some of us like good games and some of us don't. He also Good. needs so a, a bowl me. of just brown M&Ms before he gets on the show. There can't be any other colors in there. It just all has to be brown M&Ms. Yeah, his green room He's is very, very complicated demands. Very specific. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, so we want to give a shout-out to Miles Dyer, who runs our Instagram account. We also want to give a shout-out to Sci-Fi Gamecat Henry, who does all the timestamps for this show uh, hours after it happens, and we thank you very much for that. Also, Jamie Meow, who's uh, getting our uh, website up and running and getting us on Spotify uh, and other streaming services. So make sure if you want to listen to this show instead of watch it live, you can always go check it out on Spotify. Uh, also, I know I'm going to forget people. Uh, we want to shout out uh, Donnie for the question of the day on Discord. We want to shout out all the mods uh, who keep this channel running uh, and Discord running smoothly. We really, really appreciate you guys. Uh, and if I forgot to give you a shout out, just trust me that I love you very, very much. We also love AJ very much, and he's a, he's a trooper for putting up with all the shit that we say about him while he's not here. You guys know that none of it's true. He likes good games, and he loves Moss. Uh, if you don't already, make sure you subscribe to Dave over at Dave Station VR. Subscribe to AJ over at PSVR Underground. My name is Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole. And I think it's time. Are we going to cue the cat? Oh, yeah. I mean. Are we going to without AJ? Do, let's do, do it. Let's try it. Do you want to do we're it? We're so bad at it. Do you want to do it? Do you want me to do it? I'll, I'll do it. All right. I'm bad, but I'll, I'll try it. All right. Good luck. I'm not going to try what he does. I'm going to do something different this time. We're cueing the cat. To the cat, because I'd like to say hello out there to Proud Dog, Justin Cassidy, Miles Dyer, <laughs> ooh, Emily Baxter, hashtag the game kitten, old Darth, look at sexy out there tonight, Flame Hat the Game Cat, GC13 the Diet Pepsi Cat, her drink of choice is Diet Pepsi, Daniel Williams, the PSVR Underground, 
Gabriel 004 the license meow game pad on the lumba meow 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 good catfish guys and fistball to you Mark Pringles leaf blue to the underground game cat Donatello dream PSVR 2 game cat yeah keep on dreaming buddy it's it's coming that game cat in the chat delirium true oh damn people make me look I don't know how much longer I can do. <laughs> don't worry, I'll let you know when you can stop. <laughs> Space Denison. Ooh, Kramer 3K, the non-VR game guy. ET.2K9. 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 Steve IRE, baby. Coming in hot. Um, let's see what else we got. Berber Cat. Berber Cat. Tell me when I can stop, please. <laughs> <laughs> Three more seconds. Three more seconds. Come on. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, I'm repeating names. Uh, Dan Kiefer, Miles Dyer. Berber mm. mm. Cat. Dan Kiefer, Miles okay. Dyer. Mm. Hey, you don't have to Anakin, nobody asked for this, Dave. <laughs> Shake my head. Yeah, nobody asked for any of this shit. <laughs> Guys, thank if you. If AJ very... was here, it wouldn't yeah. have been a problem. Yeah. No. And poor, poor AJ has to do this. Oh, oh, hey, AJ is actually here. So he's, he's actually doing it right now yeah, in the chat. Rivercat, uh, Donatello, Miles Dyer, and Anakin. He's, he's doing it. He's actually doing it live in the chat. Uh, guys, thank you so much again for hanging out. Uh, hopefully we see you over on Discord. Click the link in the description below, and, uh, and we'll, we'll see you over there. Come join us for Box VR. Come join us for some uh, Sunday multiplayer meetups. And, of course, come check out Donnie's question of the day and join our daily conversations. Uh, that's my last plug for Discord. Maybe ever. <laughs> yeah. No, not ever. No, no. We'll we'll do it again Wednesday. (laughs) All right, guys. We love you. Have a great night.